Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Surviving the Odds. This is Alex Gilbert along with Scott Merchant. And we just want to start off. Uh, want to tell you we're very excited that we do have a special guest that will be joining us here on the podcast today. Uh, before we get to that and before we introduce her, we just want to do a recap on our previous episode just so everyone knows where we left off and what we covered. Um, first and foremost, we covered the relay event and everything that you encounter there, the structure of the event from the beginning uh, to the end, and gave all the details on how it works, what you can see there. And we gave our own personal connection to the event, why we uh, participate in the event every year, what it means to us on a personal level. And we put forth challenges to everybody uh, from people that are new to the event that may have never gone before, trying to get more participation to those events. And also a challenge to the people that are already are in the events, whether it's a team member, a committee member, uh, people directly associated with it, trying to find more ways to increase participation on their own, uh, different activities to do. So that was a very positive episode with a lot of information. And uh, like I said, we're excited today because we have a special guest with us. And uh, Scott, I don't know if you have anything to add on that. Um, no, I definitely agree. We have a great guest speaker lined up. Um, I think it's going to be a real treat for everyone to listen to what she has to say. And um, I honestly think her story is very moving and impactful. So um, excited for everybody to be able to hear that. And obviously, we thank her very much for joining us here on the podcast. Okay, without further ado, we'd like to welcome our guest for tonight, Amanda Gallo, to the show. Amanda, are you with us? Yeah, hi, guys. All right, Amanda, well, welcome to the Surviving the Odds podcast. We're so happy and excited to have you here uh, to talk with us today. Um, how about you take a little time and just tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um my name's Amanda. Um, I started doing the Relay for Life in uh, 2015. Um, when I attended my first Relay, I was actually still going through chemo. Um, in March of that year, I, I was pregnant and I had a rare cancer that develops with pregnancy. So I noticed one day that the baby wasn't moving very much, so I went to the hospital to have it checked out, and they noticed he, yeah, he, uh, they wanted to deliver him, that maybe he needed a little attention, so they did that. Uh, he ended up surviving for about two hours, and then he passed away. And when they delivered the placenta, they noticed that something didn't look quite right about it. Uh, so they checked it out and there, it, there was cancer there. Uh, it had spread to my lungs. So I then wasn't getting enough oxygen. Uh, they brought me to Dartmouth Hospital. And of course, I don't remember any of this, but 
at that point, they actually told my family that I wasn't going to make it. Uh, Somebody got on the phone with Mass General to get their opinion, and they said that they wanted to try ECMO, which pulls the blood out of your body, oxygenates it, and puts it back in. So they med-flighted me down there, tried that, and here I am today. <laughs> wow, that's um, that's actually some scary stuff right there. I don't know how I would respond going through all that. While you're going through everything, people tell you, oh, you're so strong and all of that, but you're just doing what you have to do. It's not, it's not even really a choice. So you don't have the choice to be strong. You're just doing what you need to do to get through it, to get back to whatever normal may be. So yeah, you, you just keep pushing. So what would you say in, during that time with everything that was going on that was thrown at you, what was your biggest motivation to push yourself through it? I know you said you don't have a choice, but to be strong in the moment, it, it just kind of happens. But was there a, a, a big motivational factor in your mind that helped you to fight as strong as you could? I'd say my family. Uh, my family is all so close and they they were there my family and my friends they would come to visit they would bring food they would do whatever I needed to help me and well now he's my husband but at the time he was my fiance and my parents Um, so I'd say that that support system really kept me going And that actually kind of brought me to something. And, uh, you know, they say having a support system is super important. And um, that the support you get from people really, really drives you in, um, you know, the fight. And I mean, I know personally, I was part of the support system for my mother as well, who was diagnosed with breast cancer and everything. So, um, you know, I definitely played a supporting role in trying to keep her positive and stuff. So what would you say were some of the best things people did to keep you positive? I would say distracting me, making me feel like normal. Um, a couple of my friends in particular would come over and bring board games uh, whenever we would hang out before you know I call it the before time (laughs) before all the cancer and and all that Uh, we would get together and play trivia games or something so they would bring that stuff over and we would just hang out and you know be be normal and play games and chit chat and I loved when my coworkers would come visit me and, you know, give me all the gossip from work because I was out of work for six months. And though now I feel like a break would be nice. <laughs> I wanted nothing more than to just go back and, 
and get back to life as I remembered it. Yeah, well, I can definitely say board games are fun and uh, trivia, yeah. definitely a good way to be distracted and, you know, having fun doing something, something with your friends that you'd rather be doing than focusing on, you know, the current situation at the time. Right. Yeah. And that was something that you said, Scott, that your mother did during her experience with her breast cancer was she found ways to not make fun of it, but to be able to make some fun with it, um, with her, her really funny hats that she made. And, um, this is the other, other, um, goofy activities that she did, the games that she played and, and just her attitude about it was just that way too. So it seems to be a common theme, uh, for people to help them in their own mindset. I would say that I would agree with that. Um, and it can be kind of hard sometimes because people that aren't going through it or, or aren't close to someone going through it don't understand that they can laugh. <laughs> you know, you're saying the, these jokes about cancer and and the average people, I think they just kind of get uncomfortable. But you going through it are trying to make light of the situation and and poke some fun at it. And that's really necessary. Yeah, my mom has a hat, as Alex alluded to, that she made. And obviously, like you said, she had breast cancer. Um, so she made what she calls her boob hat. And <laughs> one of them is intact that she made on the hat. And the other one is in pieces all over the hat. And um, she usually pairs wearing that with her shirt that said, yes, they're fake. My real ones tried to kill me. So oh. the humor is is definitely was a big part for her. Um, I know she yes. she re- references that a lot with us telling us that, you know, it was people making her laugh. It was her finding the humor in it um, to try to keep her positive. So I was just curious if that was that was something that helped you because it seems to be, I would say, a common thread, you know, as part of a lot of things that I've heard. So. That's that's definitely good to hear. Yeah. Yeah, I think it all comes back to the whole trying to feel feel normal and feel like you did before. So finding finding some happiness and finding things to laugh at make it feel better. Uh, so I guess the next question would be um you know based on your life experience and what drew you to to relay in the beginning, um, what is your take on the event and then how do you truly feel about the whole experience? When I first went to my first relay, like I said, I was going through treatment, so I had no hair. Um, and though my family was always there supporting me. I still, I, I still felt a little uncomfortable, but when I got to relay and there were people there that understood, they, they knew what I was going through. Maybe they were going through it themselves. Maybe they already had, but I 
believe that was the first time in front of even my family, not my immediate family, but my extended family that I took my hat off. I took my bandana off, whatever I had on, and I just rocked that bald head because I felt comfortable there. And there were people there that understood. And that alone, I think that's the reason I continue to relay so that other people can, can have that feeling and be part of this community that knows what they're going through. Yeah. I know oftentimes, you know, people, depending on the circumstance, obviously, you know, um, various other things, people are, you know, say, Oh, I know what you're going through, but that's something I personally try to avoid because I, I honestly don't think, you know, if you've never had to go through it, then no, you, you don't know what I'm going through and that kind of thing. So I definitely see how being at a relay event would make you feel more comfortable and, you know, bring that, bring that comfort to you personally, because like you said, everybody there knows what you're going through. They, they, you know, they've had a loved one affected by it. They've gone through it personally, um, whatever the case may be, you know, they, it's touched their life in some way and they have a, they have a greater appreciation, I'll say for the fight itself and what the event symbolizes and, you know, what everybody's trying to do and strive for that common goal to find a cure. But also to your point, everyone there, though they understand parts of it, like you're saying, you don't know exactly what they've been through. So then you have that community, but also you have so many other interesting stories. You can sit down and talk to any person there and their story is just absolutely amazing. Is there a specific component of the event, such as like the Luminaria Lab or some other particular part of the event that maybe draws you in the most that um, maybe means the most to you? Um, I'd say the first year, the survivor lap was a really big deal uh, because I was still fighting and we actually got a really cool picture of uh, when, when my parents as caregivers got to come out on the track with me after I was done my lap. Uh, we put our hands up in the air and and my friend took an excellent picture. Just the, we were all just so proud that we had gotten to that point. But I would also say that um, every other year, the Luminaria lap is, is absolutely my favorite. It's just so emotional. And um there are other people in my family that, that we've lost. Uh, I was, I never had the chance to meet my father-in-law because uh, he passed away when my husband was quite young. So we remember him, but also I take that time to, to think about my son that passed away because he didn't have cancer, but he passed away because of my cancer. So I take that time to remember him and it's just, it's a very strong emotional lap and I, I would say that that's consistently my favorite. I have to agree with you on that. I definitely think the Luminaria lap is 
hands down my favorite part of relay you know from a dj perspective um it's just a it's so emotional for us to even see everybody standing in front of the stage getting ready for it um and you know with the lights being out and people just kind of reflecting on whatever it is however the diseases touch their life whether it's through a loved one or them personally um it's just a very somber mood and i think it brings a very um it's a very important time for people to kind of reflect on what they've been through or what their family's been through and just remember the true reason why they're there and you know what's going on and it's always always been a favorite because everybody takes it so seriously there's you know there's nobody there that's thinks it's a joke or anything like that everybody's quiet everybody's you know walking the track and whatnot and um i've seen a couple throughout the years that we've done different relays and each relay really brings their own their own touch to it which is is nice to see Yeah, as much as we're talking about how you have to poke fun at the whole situation, you also have to have those times where you're really reflecting on the impact that it's had in your life. And that the Luminary Lab really does that the best. Absolutely. So my next question for you is kind of a two-part question. Uh, The first part is, uh, I don't know if you'd heard our previous podcast, if you had a chance to listen to the first part, but um, you are aware that we were looking for some, uh, some guests on our show and you jumped at the opportunity to come in and join us today, which we do appreciate. And again, we thank you very much for being here. Why was it so important for you to come on uh, to surviving the odds to share your story and what message are you hoping to deliver to all of our listeners, whether they're, people that are currently fighting cancer or people that know someone fighting cancer or someone that's taking care of somebody who's fighting cancer. What is your, your overall message? I really appreciated the fact in your first episode that you're trying to get more people to come and just the way that relay has impacted my life. I want to share that with other people. I want people that are fighting and and caregivers and everyone even people that maybe aren't directly touched by cancer but want to get involved somehow i want them all to come because it's just such an awesome event it's so much fun and i'm really glad that that you guys are doing this to to try to reach out to some more people and i'm glad i could be a part of it well like alex said we're definitely happy to have you we uh we were thrilled when you reached out and wanted to be a part of it because we didn't really know what direction to go to locate somebody that would be willing so we were just we were pumped that um that you wanted to be a part of it and you know i echo his his previous statement of you know we're very thankful that that you did so well thanks i'm I'm really glad to, to be a part of this. Yeah, we hope. Thank that... you, you guys are doing a great job. 
Uh, we hope as uh, the event draws near and we continue to do follow-up episodes, uh, hopefully in the future, maybe even after the event passes and we see the uh, participation levels and everybody's reception of the event, uh, hopefully we can have you back for a follow-up episode at some point in the future and um, talk more about the event and um, you know, just continue to get more insight from you on that if, if that's something that uh, you're willing to do with us. Absolutely. I'd be happy to. And then I think one more thing that came to mind for me was, you know, what would you say to someone who, you know, said they're thinking about joining a relay or coming to a relay? What would be, um, I guess, how would you motivate them to want to come or, you know, kind of push them over the edge to, to join it and come experience it? What would, what would be your, you think would be the best way to get them, you know, to come be involved and see what it's all about? Uh, I could just go on and on about how, how much of an impact it's had on my life and, and how great it makes me feel and, and how nice it is to have my team members all around me. And now having been going to this relay for a few years, you know, we're starting to make friends with other teams and meeting more people. And that, that sense of community is just so awesome. And if anyone was thinking about going, just go. <laughs> there's, there's really nothing to lose. And I can pretty much guarantee you that you're going to have a fun time. It's, it's going to touch you. And it's going to feel good. I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with that. I mean, my first experience with Relay was actually not from the DJ perspective. Um, my mom went one year and really liked it. And then I had just kind of asked if I could go see what it was all about. So the next year I, I went down and met with her and her team, um, you know, at some point during the night and kind of checked it out and you know, realize just how much of an uplifting event it was. And I mean, it kind of drew me back um, to wanting to go again. I just didn't really know in what capacity, I guess that would be. And, you know, I think I, I speak for Alex as well when I say that, you know, we are thrilled every year when the Cancer Society and the different event leadership teams you know, ask us to come back and be a part of their different events. Cause obviously we've, we've done a couple, you know, relays and um, making strides events as well. So it's a truly an honor for us to be a part of it from that standpoint and, you know, contribute as much as we possibly can to it and, you know, put skills that we have to, I'm going to say better use than, you know, other things we could be doing. It's just, it's really nice to be able to donate that time and, you know, help make a, an impact on people's lives. I mean, to me, I think that of all the different events that we do, uh, this is 
by far with the American Cancer Society. They're, they are the biggest um, charity type events that we do. And I think I had the most pride in them, not just from being asked to do the a, a specific event, but when they look at us and appreciate what we brought to them uh, through our music and helping with the the moods and having fun when the time comes and when they ask us to take on other events because of how much they appreciate what we contribute to that that makes me feel the the best inside because of the meaning behind the event itself uh it it means everything for them to want us to keep coming back and then to actually branch out to other cities, other towns for their events to participate in those. Uh, It's just really meaningful to me. It's just, there's nothing like it. Well, I think you guys do a great job and we're definitely happy to have you at the Dairy London Dairy Relay. Well, again, we thank you for that. We really, we really appreciate that. And like you said, you know, we just want to kind of want to drum up as much participation as we can and get the, get the word out to people because there's, in my opinion, there's plenty of people out there who have never experienced a relay for whatever reason. And I mean, maybe it's lack of awareness. Um, Maybe it's, you know, they don't want to go by themselves and, you know, they don't know anybody going and, you know, that's, it's kind of why the last podcast I put out that call to action to just, you know, just if you're thinking about checking it out to go check it out. And you kind of just touched on that a few minutes ago when you said, you know, just go, you know, you're going to, you're going to find people there. You're going to find people that you can talk to and stuff like that. And I definitely think everybody at those events is super approachable, you know, from DJs to survivors, to the leadership team, to just everyday people that are there to support the cause. And that's something I don't think you find everywhere when you go to do something is, you know, some people you feel like you, maybe you can't approach them, but that event, it doesn't matter who you are, what age you are, like everybody's there to have fun and everybody's super approachable. And I, I think that's, that's the big draw that I see with it. And I really, really just want to find a way to get people to, to go because it's, I think a life changing experience to a point, um, you know, to see, a community of people come together to try to solve um, this issue and, you know, raise funds for, for a cause to find a cure. And it's definitely a priority that needs to be, needs to be taken care of. Absolutely. Um, but we also want to raise awareness too. So, if maybe you're hesitant about coming because, oh, they're going to ask me for all kinds of donations. I'm going to have to give them all this money. Though money towards cancer research is definitely important. The awareness of this whole program and the American Cancer Society and everything they do is really valuable as well. I think that's a very, very good point because a lot of people do see 
dollar signs there an expectation like a like it's mandatory that if you're going to go you have to donate some amount of money towards it and like you said while that is part of it uh, as far as raising funds goes uh, there's nothing that says to be part of that event you have to donate money there to take part in it uh, because in the end it's way more than that uh, it's about way more than that money it's a, a deeper rooted cause and and the meaning of it is so much more personal the money that's raised is going into the research to help to find that cure and you know it's there but that's not the ultimate purpose of being there so i guess um before we kind of wrap this up um amanda do you have any like you know final thoughts for people anything you want to put out there you know maybe you have a a personal challenge that you want to you know challenge people as kind of a call to action to try to get them you know to come out to relay any any final thoughts i think just just what you've been saying right along just come on out give it a try um my team's team amanda stop by say hi uh i'm the one with the purple survivor shirt (laughs) and just it's it's just a, a great place to be and i just want everyone that's that's been impacted by cancer to just come give it a try Awesome. Well, we thank you for your time tonight and we thank you for, you know, joining us and um, taking the time to share your story because it's definitely, definitely very unique. And, you know, you touched on that earlier that everybody's, everybody's story is, you know, vastly different from one another. So we, we really appreciate you taking your time to join us and share your story with everybody. And, um, you know, I think, I think it really sets kind of the tone of what relay is about and you know what you went through and everything and that there's there's no reason to you know don't give up don't stop fighting you know there's there's something to fight for there so again we just thank you for sharing your story well thank you guys for having me i appreciate it all right so we just want to take a quick minute and uh, once again, thank Amanda for joining us tonight um, and sharing your story. Uh, truly unique and impacting for sure. Um, I think it definitely, definitely conveyed, um, you know, what a survivor goes through and what somebody going through the whole fight with the disease encounters. And, um, you know, we're just really grateful that she took the time to share that with everybody it was definitely a very eye-opening perspective and uh we're just happy that all of the people that hopefully are listening to our podcast are having the opportunity to hear a story like hers and we're also excited to report that you know we're going to continue to have other guests throughout the future podcast. Amanda actually suggested to us off the air when we were talking 
that uh, we should have a caretaker episode to speak with someone uh, that has that perspective on that event, on that scenario. And we want to continue to give you all the different perspectives and angles on that. Uh, we're going to have a staff member from an event that, that will come on and be a guest of ours. Uh, again, just all, all those different angles give you different perspectives, different um, experiences firsthand uh, at that event. And we want that to come to life for everybody so that it just brings a higher level of inspiration to you guys to want to go, to want to experience it, and to want to contribute to it more uh, more than anything. So that that's the exciting future of this podcast and what's to come. Yeah, I definitely agree. There's some excitement coming over the next few episodes of things we want to do and people we want to have as guests. Um, again, to any of the listeners out there that if you have an idea or something you want to know more about, uh, definitely reach out to to us and let us know. Um, you know, you can feel free to reach out via the Dairy London Dairy Relay for Life page, and uh, we'd be happy to cover those topics uh, going forward. So definitely some exciting things to come, and we look forward to continuing to cover them. Also, if you guys are listening to the podcast and you have, uh, as Scott was kind of touching on, if you have other questions of your own or other parts of the event that you want us to cover, um, you can also reach us with your suggestions by our email. Our business email is djpros at djprosentertainment.com. And we'd love to hear from all you guys, and uh, we'd also like to you know, hear your responses and um, you know, basically your feelings towards what we're sharing with you, what our guests are sharing with you. Um, we really just want to reach as many people as we can with it, and and getting feedback from you guys and knowing, you know, how how you feel about what we're sharing. Uh, that's the ultimate goal for us. Uh, that would be awesome. So we encourage you to to reach out to us and, and let us know what more we can do for you. With that said, I think that's going to wrap us up for tonight. And, um, you know, stay tuned for the future episodes coming out. And hopefully we'll be uh, seeing a lot of you soon at Relay. So um, please share the podcast. And uh, if you have not, go on to your favorite podcasting site, either Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Spotify, whatever it is you listen to them on, and uh, be sure to click that subscribe button and uh, share it with your friends. So I think that's going to do it for us tonight, and we will uh, look forward to seeing you or talking to you soon. Thanks Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.